Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is episode number 241. Today, we're going to circle back around and I'm going to talk about a protocol, a ZK rollup that we'll be launching at some point in the future. So this is a, a testnet guide in addition to potentially an airdrop farming. With, you know, you know, on the 23rd, we had the big Arbitrum airdrop that a lot of people talked about. I know that I talked about uh, repeatedly and how I was playing it and what tokens I was buying, things of that nature. And the, the airdrop was fairly profitable for me, although, you know, at first the, the whole goal when I entered into Arbitrum was it was solely, I'm not going to lie. It was solely for airdrop farming, which I was just picking up a few. I did optimism. I did aptos and there's probably two other minor ones that I picked up and none of, none of them have been like a huge, huge airdrop for me monetarily wise, you know, if I had held all my Aptos tokens, which I did not, you know, at one point, you know, that would have been about a $20,000 airdrop. I think I learned my lesson. So I didn't sell right away the Arbitrum airdrop. I held optimism for a long time and I didn't do super well either. And I ended up bouncing out of optimism because I didn't get the second airdrop which I didn't really understand why. So I figured I'd take whatever funds I had left on Optimism and put them in Arbitrum. But I actually ended up staying in Arbitrum because I liked the people and I liked the interactions I was having and I enjoyed the protocols. So I stayed and I haven't been too concerned about the airdrop. Now, the, the best strategy, which for me, I've just been kind of lazy because you have to, you know, be careful on how you're keeping track of all your wallets. And it can get rather cumbersome if you're going to do a lot of different wallets. I know that some people take this airdrop farming extremely serious and do it across multiple wallets. Now with ZK Sync, I did it ac across a couple different wallets. They had their first version of ZK Sync. Then they had another one, but this, this second one, so the ZK Sync point two, it's only whitelisted wallet. So you can't even participate if you want to. So I'm still watching that one. I talked in another episode about scroll, which is another Z ZK roll up that you can start to farm. And I've only done with that with one wallet, but you know, now as I sit here and go through this, I think it's probably a good idea to try to spread this across multiple wallets. And I think what I'll do most likely as I create these wallets, especially in the test net, because you can get free 
eat by following the guides and sort of just track the wallets, I guess, probably in a spreadsheet. And when I say that, <laughs> tracking the wallets, this is where it becomes tricky now. I, you know, I use my phone a lot, but it's not best to interact with these protocols just on your phone. At least for me, I'd rather sit down at a PC and do it. But then you have to make sure that you have wallets in both places and anything can happen. I'll give you an example. One of my computers got malware, so it had to be re-imaged and all of my wallets were on there, which isn't necessarily a big deal, but inside of my main wallets, I collect, I created other wallets. And so it, it created a problem for me keeping track of everything, even though I had the main I had the, you know, the, the, I could spit this out. I had the passphrase, of course, for the wallet and then also my private key. But I didn't, what I didn't do is save the private key for each of those other wallets. So I farmed, uh, Masa was another airdrop that I farmed by minting a couple of their IDs. And they're supposed to have a token drop at some point. I don't know how far along they are. Consider we're in the bear market. There's probably not a lot of action when it comes to that. So that's kind of the strategy I'm going to do. I'm going to use my main MetaMask wallet. And inside of that, I'm going to create sub wallets and spread funds and do these things on multiple wallets and then keep track of those, those keys, my private keys in a spreadsheet. Therefore I can easily copy and paste that into a new, into a new wallet in case my computer go downs or, or what have you or just to simply remember which wallets I was farming. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to be talking about Tyco. Tyco is a, I'm going to spell that because I could say it wrong. It's T-A-I-K-O. It's another ZK rollup that will be launching soon. They've already gone through their part one of their airdrop protocol, if you will. So they closed that first test net. So now they have a second. And I'm going to walk you through how to do it. It's pretty simple. There are some more steps. It's not as simply as simple as just sending ETH or whatever testnet ETH over. You have th there's some steps you have to do. But if you want to get pilled on Tyco, if you go back to episode number 147 that's on December 28th, you can see you can hear the the Tyco step 1 that I did in order to start to f farm this airdrop if you will. So what you'll need to do for Tyco is one, you're going to have to configure your MetaMask wallet. So that's going to be pretty easy to do. If you go to, and I'll, I'll leave these, these links in the description so that you know where to go. So if you'll go to the, the Tyco.xyz docs, then you can find this. So first thing you need to do, you'll need to add the Sepolia test network test network to your MetaMask. So if you simply just need to go to uh, HTTPS colon backslash slash backslash chain ID dot network, and then you can find the Sepolia testnet, click it, add it right to your MetaMask, and then you could switch. Then you need to go back and search for the Tyco testnet. You can do that at the same spot. And then you're going to add both of those tokens to your wallet. That's, that's step one. Now you're going to need to add some tokens and they give you, they're going to give you a couple tokens 
to use inside MetaMask to sort of bounce in between the test network and the actual Tyco or the Sepolia testnet. So you have horse tokens and bull tokens. You're going to be able to import them. And there's going to be a little link on the stock page that I'll give you that you can do that. The, the key to this is you have to have testnet ETH in order to actually do any transactions. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to a, um, a test nest. I'm sorry, a faucet for Sepolia ETH. And once again, I'll, I'll drop in a link in the description. And this one takes a little bit longer. It's a proof of work faucet. It's, it's actually really easy to use, but you'll come to the page. You're going to paste your MetaMask wallet in there. Then you have to click that you're not a robot and it'll give you one of those capture things. This one for me right now, I'm looking at it as boats. And I've already done this. I'm just kind of going through to walk you through the steps. Then after you pass the CAPTCHA, click start mining. At first, it'll say you're not connected, but don't worry about that. And then there'll be a little nyan rainbow cat with a token as an animated GIF. And your wallet is going to start mining this Sepolia E. And you can let it run for a couple hours or you, for this particular one, I think you have to do a minimum of point. 0.5 ETH to actually cash out and you can then you can actually do the max of I think maybe 5 ETH it is I didn't do that much so I got some of the ETH once you have the ETH in the wallet then you can configure your wallet to import the bull and horse tokens so once you do that you're going to go to the bridge and which I'll give you the link and it's a pretty cut and dry bridge. It just looks like Uniswap or sushi swap or something. It actually has more colors like sushi swap. So I already have funds in mine. So I have a balance of one ETH and I'm going to simply bridge some of my Tyco ETH to Sepolia. So you we're, you'd actually have to do this backwards. So we're going to switch networks. So I'm going to go back and I have in my Sepolia one, I have point one two eth and i'm going to send just a smidge over we'll do point zero two over and you just simply click bridge and you're going to confirm that in your wallet and i'm going to go ahead and confirm and then it should give you a few seconds and it should confirm now i, I suspect the speeds will get significantly faster this is just the test network so there's probably a lot going on behind this so it confirmed i'm going to switch back over you click the little arrow and it's going to open up your metamask and two networks super easy so now i have just a smidge more eth and i also have some of the bull tokens i don't have any on that one i'll see if i can switch back i'm going to go back to sepolia because i thought i had some bull tokens there but i guess i don't and i do have i'm going to see if i can send some bull tokens i have 50 because all you have to do for the bull tokens is you just hit hit the faucet when you're in the tyco net but or in the sepolia one however you're going to have to have some eth in there to be able to get these so i'm going to send 25 bull tokens over click 25 just do the the recommended uh processing fee hit approve and i'm going to say you can use the max number of my tokens 
And I'm going to hit approve. And it sent the transaction and it sent some of the bull tokens to the Tyco network. It's still pending. So one, I'm going to do that with the bull and horse token. And then I'm just going to spend time going back and forth and bridging tokens in between the bridge between Sepolia and Tyco. That, that's it. That's all you have to do. There really isn't much else to do. I did a couple other things. So the next thing, we're going to go to swap tokens. I'm going to go ahead and connect to my wallet and see if I'm on the right net network. All right. See if I'm on the right one. Okay. It says I'm at the wrong network. So that means I need to switch my network back over to the Tyco testnet. Oh yeah, I am connected and I'm going to go ahead and select this list. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and swap some E for some horse tokens. I'm going to do 0 0.06. I get myself 25 tokens. I'm going to confirm the swap in my MetaMask. Let's see how fast this works. And it submitted. And once again, it's not working really fast. But I'm going to give you all of these links so it's really easy to do. And I'm waiting for this to pen. I would encourage you to swap some tokens. So you're going to bridge back and forth. You're going to get some of those horse and bull tokens. Then you're going to go to swap. You're going to swap, do a couple swaps. And then what I'm going to do is see if it let, will let me pool. So provide some liquidity. So... This transaction is taking a long time to load. That's normal for a test net. These are the kinds of things they need to, to figure out. And they're going to incentivize you from by participating, by getting you to do these things. So I'm going to go ahead and add some liquidity here. I'm going to add some ETH horse liquidity. And let's try with, uh, we'll do 20. Okay, I don't have enough, I don't have that many horse. We're gonna have to do bull tokens. Well, it doesn't seem like I have any bull tokens either. Oh, that's right, because the, the transaction's still pending. So I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait for that to that transaction to finish. Then I'm gonna add a bull and ETH LP position. Once I've done that, once I've bridged and bridged back and forth a few times, get the testnet bull and horse tokens. Then go ahead and go over to the swap, do a swap or two, then add some liquidity to one of the pools by simply hit, hit the pool button, add liquidity. You're going to have to match your ETH and your bull or ETH and your force tokens. Once you've done those tasks, I think it's a good idea, which I haven't been very good at doing, to go ahead and... Sorry, I, I was in the middle of thought there. To go ahead and do this with a couple different wallets. All right, save that. And that, that transaction is still pending. So maybe by the time you get around to doing this, it won't be stuck like that. That is the way I am going to look at the Tyco testnet. I don't know if it matters if you participated in the first one or not, but the opportunity is for there, there for you at virtually no cost, just your time to participate in testnet part two. 
and hopefully get a nice little airdrop, although that is never guaranteed. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Be in the here and now, be in the present moment. Do something nice for somebody. Hey, go check out this test net and learn something new. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have a great day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.